Hola amigos, ¿qué tal? It's Joe here from Spain Speaks with a weekly review video with Johnny. We'll check out some of the things that have caught Johnny's attention this week. So uh, let's go to the video. All right, Johnny, how are you this week? <laughs> yeah, not bad, Stu. A busy week, but uh, doing well. How about yourself? Everything going well? Yeah, all's going well. All's going well. Temperatures heating up. They are indeed. The apartment is getting warmer and warmer in the evenings. Um, yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful yeah. with the, got... be careful with the air conditioning because the you know the the we're on that new tariff system now, so it depends when you turn it on. Yeah, well, actually, I don't have a traditional air conditioning now. I have these. It's like a. Um, tubes that run through the floor with cold water okay. um yeah they um <laughs> they haven't been so effective so far um <laughs> so i'm really hoping that i do figure out how to get the most out of them within the next month or so before it really starts to heat up yeah well in the middle of summer you're going to need freezing cold water running through the floor to keep it cool that's it oh definitely yeah yeah that's <laughs> it so uh, yeah. what's on the agenda today johnny yeah, well, we've got a, a bit of a good news episode this week, haven't we? Because um, there's some data came out about the unemployment situation in Spain, which uh, shows an improvement in the situation. So currently, um, there are actually more um, afiliados, so people signed up to Social Security, than there was just before the start of the pandemic. And there's a couple of factors contributing to that. So March, April and May this year, um, Generally, generally, those months are good for employment, but this year they've seen uh, quite a lot of people um, signed off unemployment and in, in work. About half a million people waiting to come back from ERTE, so furlough. Um, and it's said that this is one of the biggest um, decreases in unemployment since 2018. Yeah, so, well, yeah. yeah. I think I read the other day that it was because of the economy opening up again, of course, around the country. People are going back to work as uh, a lot of the sectors that were closed in virtually all of the autonomous communities except for Madrid, because remember that in Madrid we haven't had a problem getting a haircut or going to a bar or a restaurant, but around the country that has been difficult, or at least it was in those uh, early months of the year. And when that uh, state of the alarm, when that state of emergency, I should say, ended, of course, um, a lot more people getting back into uh, employment and probably getting hired. Yeah, and when you look at the data by region, um, what you said about Madrid is, is somewhat reflected. So Madrid, Catalonia and the Basque country have actually seen increases in unemployment compared to regions like like Galicia, like Castilla-La Mancha that have seen decreases. And my theory is perhaps that it's somewhat related to some of these um, bigger layoffs that we've seen around the country that have been in the news recently. Because, yeah, they've been in Madrid, that's um, right, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. A lot of big companies based in Madrid, a um, lot of companies yeah, um, that we've seen in the news, um, uh, yeah, cutting back on their staff recently. Yeah, well, the big the big one that we saw was that the that bank merger between uh, Caixa Bank and uh, Bankia Bank, and of course exactly. that led that led to a lot of uh, layoffs in Madrid, Catalonia, probably other places around the country as well. And I think there was another company that we mentioned as well. I can't remember what it was, which one it was, BBVA. Johnny. Which one? BBVA probably. BB, there, so there was BBVA. BBVA, and another bank, of... yeah. But there was another one yeah. that wasn't a bank that we spoke about. Adolfo Dominguez, oh, maybe that's I think the it was. one, yeah, yeah. Adolfo, yeah, yeah. But that, but that wasn't that. I mean, I don't think there were many people involved there, were there? Yeah, no, it wasn't the same scale as, as Caixa Bank or BBVA. That's it. That's no, it. That's it. Yeah. And when you talk about those other regions, Castilla-La Mancha, uh, Castilla-León, for example, those are the places that had serious lockdowns. I think. 
Yeah, I think Galicia as well, because Galicia tops the table, and I think they they also had quite a, a strict lockdown, or they had yeah. several several cases of. Well, I saw several pieces of news relating yeah. to Galicia um, yeah. and different lockdowns and restrictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the news is getting better, but I think we have to put it into perspective that we're still we're still talking fifteen percent unemployment or maybe more. I think, right? So, yeah, um, about thirteen. Yeah, a thirteen is it? I think so. Yeah, I had a look at the last uh, this week or the week before, and it was about, I saw about thirteen on on Google. But yeah, I can't yeah. remember if that was um, today or if it was a couple of years ago. But, oh, yeah. oh, okay. and, that, that, <laughs> and that could also be because the summer's starting as well, and um, um, you know hotels are probably opening around the country, bringing more people into you know into into work and. You know, that 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 could also be a, a one of the factors, but uh, remember that I think I read earlier this week that the OECD said that Spain's going to be one of the the countries that takes the longest to recover. I think of the of the OECD countries, so we have to put it into perspective. Let's say. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, when you compare to other countries in Europe, yes, um, countries like the UK, maybe countries like France, are, yeah. seem to be recovering um, a bit quicker than Spain at the moment. Yeah, and you only have to go outside at ten o'clock in the morning to realise that there's a lot of people that are not working. I mean, I see I see so many people doing exercise at that time of the day, and I mean, I, I've been working at home for, for uh, working from home for a while now. So I've you know I I used to go out at ten o'clock in the morning a few years ago, and you wouldn't see anybody. But now there's all of a sudden scores of people walking up and down doing exercise that look you know of employment age. Yeah, I mean, it could be in part to that. But then again, you have to remember a lot of companies are now allowing flexible work and a lot of people are working from home. So that could also be uh, a ten, factor. That's 10 o'clock in the morning, yeah. Johnny? I mean, you have to be flexible to be able to go for a walk then, though, if you're working for a company, right? I can, I can yeah, understand I, it at 6 o'clock, but 10 o'clock? Yeah, I mean, I, I get the impression that a lot of bigger corporations do allow a certain degree of flexibility within the working day for employees to... Um, do what they need to do within their home lives as long as their work gets done then could be yeah, yeah. but but yeah a fair point that you make nevertheless mm-hmm. cool. yeah. i mean i mean there are still lots of people in furlough schemes i mean you know we uh, again yeah. again we have to mention that we're still talking i mean i don't know the exact figures but uh, a lot of companies haven't got back to full staff yet yeah that's also true yeah so, so people enjoying the spring people yeah 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 join <laughs> yeah. the spring going for a walk at 10 o'clock in the morning yeah which uh, why wouldn't you when the weather is so good that's right absolutely best time of the year exactly anything else johnny on that one uh no more let me just check um yeah let's co- let's come back to the tourist sector very briefly so with that kind of improvement in the unemployment situation the tourist sector is one of the sectors that hasn't yet seen that full recovery and as you said now is kind of when the tourist season will kick off and now is probably when the recovery of that sector will start to become more more evident yeah well they were hoping that this month was going to be a a, a bit of a turnaround but there was some bad news today in the uk regarding tourism to spain and even portugal's been taken off that list now i think so yeah so yeah, bad, bad news that. for the two countries down here on the iberian peninsula so so that that recovery that they were expecting i think the balearics were optimistic that they were going to be put on the green list and the canaries as well so uh, a, a real setback for them because June is a is is a popular month and uh, maybe things will change in July. I don't know, but 
Um, yeah, it's a little bit too early for that international tourism. And of course, domestic tourism doesn't really pick up until July when, when kids finish school. Yeah, exactly. We will see how the situation evolves, but definitely a blow that um, Spain is still on the yellow list. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But you know, uh, as we have said over the last few weeks, with the with the with the current um, incidence rate or whatever they call it, it, it's going to be hard to get off that list. I mean, Andalusia, I saw today's 188 cases, more than Madrid. So, whatever hope they had, maybe to to get on some type of corridor, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a shame. It is, it is, it is, yeah. But anyway, it is what it is, as we say. So what's next, uh, Johnny? My favourite, onto the stock market. So um, the EBEX, um, so in the news recently, the headlines might mislead you and say the EBEX is trailing behind some of the, the major European indices. But generally, if you look at it over the course of a few months, uh, it's performing okay. It, it's more or less on par with the likes of uh, the German, yeah, the German index, the DAX, and the French CAC forty, for example. Then again, uh, more so recently, you know, the stock market um, and the economy are not the same thing. You always got to keep that in mind. But the economy um, and the economic conditions do have some kind of influence on on the stock market. So, so explain. So 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 just just explain that point the economy and the stock market are not the same thing so so just just uh, just uh, clarify that for me yeah so what are the one of the best examples of this that you'll see so whereas a lot of companies the majority of companies um saw a huge hit in their stock market uh, stock price last year when the pandemic hit um if we were going on economic terms, then that recovery would have taken a lot longer. It would probably still be going on right now. Yeah. But the stock, but the stock price recovery for a lot of companies has happened in in less than a year. And you look at companies like Tesla and Netflix and Amazon; they've even benefited from the situation. So their yeah. stock prices have have gone up. Um, yeah, even in even a shorter time. Yeah, but those companies don't do the IBEX very good, though, do they? So, so, but so, yeah. when, so, so when we talk about the IBEX, what what are the companies that are that are performing well? Yeah, so some of the good performing companies, particularly well, <laughs> given what we said about the electricity bill, so Red Electrica is doing really well as a result oh, of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the renewables companies are not doing so good. So, the likes of Iberdrola, Naturgy, uh, who else we got? Uh, Acciona as well struggling uh the tourism sector is is starting to pick up as well so iag yes or the holding group for iberia british airways uh which has a listing in spain and amadeus which has the the algorithmic software behind behind bookings so that sector started to pick up as well okay so there is a bit of life there there is a bit of life yeah yeah and we saw we mentioned telefonica a couple of weeks ago as well so telefonica um are also starting to catch the eyes of a lot of investors um investing yeah. yeah yeah well we said they're uh, they've they've rebranded i think we mentioned didn't we and they're and they're uh, looking at different business avenues to 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 go down yeah exactly yeah mm. but i think yeah it's slowly recovering the ebex it's not going to do anything like like the u.s stock market has done because no. i don't yeah you don't have yeah it doesn't attract the same interest from investors and you've got less people speculating as you do in the u.s and Again, the yeah, the size of the companies in, in Spain compared to some of the companies in the US, it's a lot, lot smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, as we have mentioned in previous videos, the the IBEX took a real hit back in two thousand and eight, and a lot of a lot of companies 
haven't recovered to those pre-2008 levels. I mean, don't quote me on that, but I'm fairly sure that, uh, that some of the banks have never recovered onto, into those levels, construction companies as well. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Definitely Santander has, has trended downwards over the yeah. long term. Espe- especially well. even when we're talking about market cap as well, you know? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I've got a video on my channel where I talk about the EBEX. And yeah, if you look over the long term, then yeah, the recovery since 2008 is yeah, it's, it's yeah. not that great. Yeah, yeah. I know a few people that bought shares in Telefonica before that 2008 crash, and uh, they were up until recently still complaining about the about the the performance of that company. But you know, ho- hopefully, it's going to bounce back, and you know, uh, some of that money that was that was lost, you know, is 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 recovered. Yeah, well, I mean, as we as we discussed, they're going into the the digital space, they're going into mm. the Internet of Things, and that could be a real value generator. Um, for them over yeah, the long term, yeah. so that would that would really yeah. help the company. Yeah. Well, well, they all, they always say that the stock market is a long term thing. You never, you know, you you, you never, yeah. you're not supposed to think short term. But, but I I invested um, when I when was it back in the 2000s when I had a little bit of extra cash, I decided to take one of these um, private pension plans that they were pushing back then. And mm-hmm. uh, I invested part of it in the IBEX 35, I think, because it was going well at the time. You know, the, the mm-hmm. banks were, were growing every year and other companies were doing quite well. And to give you an idea, Johnny, let's say I'll just talk hypothetically that if I had 10,000 euros invested in the year 2005 or 2006 in that market, it went up to around 15,000 in 2008. And now currently it's only sitting at about 11,500. So, yeah. so uh, you know, we're talking what, coming up to 15, 16 years of really poor performance as a whole. Yeah. And when you think strategy, that's why you've got to case stay consistent at it through the ups and the yeah, well, that, the highs and the lows. And that's the best chance of giving yourself a return. Yeah. That's not my case, obviously. I, I just put it there in, yeah. a, in, a, in a fund and, and, and let it sit. But, but some, yeah. of the th- some of the things that killed the IBEX 35 were, were banks that no longer exist. So uh, there was a bank a couple of years ago called um, Popular Bank. I don't know if you remember Popular Bank, but yeah, absorbed by Santander. Yeah, yeah. Well, they bought it for one euro, but Banco Pop- yeah. Banco Popular was smashed on the stock market. No, the value just yeah. and that brought the whole the whole thing down. And uh, then the company just disappears and gets sold to another bank for one euro. But everybody's lost money. You know, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's good that you know what's in your pension plan, by the way, because a lot of people will put money in their their pension plans and they won't exactly know well, what, what assets are in it. Yeah, well, I put some more money in a different pension plan, one that was on those American stock markets and that, that one's done fairly well comparably. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can invest in, well, a lot of the major pension plans, I would suspect as well in Spain, yeah. um, is the cases around the world. But yeah, a lot of the major pension plans um, are globally diversified with That's a large... It. Part made up by the the US, That's it, um, yeah. the US market, yeah. So the so the 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 fantastic retirement that I was thinking of back in two thousand and five probably won't eventuate, but, uh, but uh, I'll be I'll be working until I'm 80, 82, I plan, yeah. If I get yeah. there, keep investing, Stu. You never know. <laughs> well, I'll have to get, uh, come to you for more advice. I think on that. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I started watching a new series last night on Netflix about. Uh, I don't know whether you, you you've seen it about a 
about a, like a type of a cryptocurrency. Have you seen it? Uh, what's it called? I can't remember what it's called, but it's about this uh, girl who has a cryptocurrency uh, idea and she tries to sell it to the bank and one of the guys in the bank decides to put his father's illegal drug money into the into the uh into the into the the software application and it turns into you know the 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 Cuban mafia and all of these people start to get involved but it's actually oh, interesting I, to to see how you know their that 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 cryptocurrency is um I think or, I think or that crypto yeah. world is getting a lot of publicity yeah, I think I added it to my list to watch actually yesterday. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. And I'll let you know my thoughts as well. But well, it did look interesting, yeah. I don't know how old it is, but uh, I, I saw it pop up there on my Netflix recommendations last night. So uh, mm. I watched the first episode. It wasn't bad. Yeah, crypto becoming very disruptive in the investing space as well. Well, it's amazing how many spammers I get on the YouTube channel, you know, t t talking about crypto. It's incredible. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah so what's, uh, what's next, Johnny? So next, we've got something a bit different, Stu. So I, I sent you an article. Maybe we could share some of the pictures as we go through. Um, so the 15 best places to go by, by Campervan in, in Spain. So this is an article from Expansión. Mm, um, which is a financial well, maybe, newspaper. It is. Um, but yeah, something a bit different here. It's kind of a, it's like a, it's a picture slideshow. So maybe talk about some of the, the different places. I can't say I've been to all of these specific places, but in certain regions um, have been there. So Are you a camper van guy? Not a camper van guy. I've done a couple of road trips with friends, but I have not been in a camper van yet. Okay, all right, good, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I saw the first one. The first one was somewhere in the uh, Campo, Campo de Gibraltar. What was so special about that place? What, what do they say? Uh, it's a place that looks like it's attracted a lot of tourism, uh, particularly from France and Germany. Um, and you've got a really nice view, obviously, over, over Gibraltar. Um, and yeah, along the coast, so a really nice, really nice place to be. Yep. I've been to Gibraltar, um, but yeah, I've been across the border as well, but not, I'm not in this particular part of... Um, oh, good. good. What's number two? Number two is Las Negras in Almeria. I said, I've said it in a couple of videos, I think it's a very underrated region for tourism, very nice place. So this is a nice little small village. Um, yeah. Lots of little, yeah, nice, nice scenery, nice architecture. I think you're near the sea as well. Yeah, it's a nice wow. little village that, yeah, just next to the to the cliffs and the sea. Yeah, I can, nice. see, I can see a coastal uh, area there. So it looks nice, yes, Las Negras. Okay, next one. Yeah, La Playa de Bologna in Cadiz. Okay. Um, yes. Play yeah. Bologna. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Cadiz, a really nice region. Been to the been to the main beach in Cadiz, where you've got the view out over the city and over the bridge. But this yeah. is it's a very rural destination. Looks absolutely stunning, actually. Yeah. Um, well, they, uh, I think they, they, this is not this is not actually near Cadiz city. I think it, it's heading towards um, it's heading towards uh, Gibraltar actually, and uh, uh, I think it's I don't know how far it would be from Cadiz city, but it's 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 along the coast. They're heading heading towards Malaga, but it's one yeah. of these big long white sand beaches. Or you know, the photo looks a bit yeah. yellow, but it's a, a white sand beach. Yeah, yeah. And I've been to one of those beaches in Murcia, and it was it was very nice. So I can mm. imagine, yeah, okay. really nice time there as well. Yeah. All right. Next one we've got here yeah. is uh, Beda Almeria. So two two places from Almeria. 
Yeah, I, t- I told you, Stu, underrated. Yeah, um, well, there we go. I feel like, I've, yeah, I may have even been to this place. It does um, It does look familiar. Though, it rings, oh, it rings though, a bell. Yeah, okay. yeah though my knowledge of Almeria, it's not, yeah, nothing okay. special. But um, it, it does look like a really nice nice beach. And, yeah, and the beaches yeah, yeah, in Almeria yeah. are, are yeah. really, really good. So, yeah. so, so this is um, in camper van. I'm looking here at like, an, like a fairly urban scenario there so i don't know where, where you does, would park yeah. the, i don't know where you would park the camper van if you went there but you know this is this is what they're recommending yeah one can only assume they'd be parking um somewhere nearby that's right next one let's have a look here so yeah. we've got yes. uh, Huelva. so we've only been in andalusia so far <laughs> yeah punta umbria um yeah. looks like a really nice little uh so yeah you got a lot of Fishing, fishing village, there. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks very nice, nice yeah. and tranquil. Next one, oh, we've got Catalonia now, Girona. Okay. Yes, Girona. Um, not been to Girona yet. Really would like to go. No, this um, is in. I think uh, uh, Rosas is in the north of Girona. I think close to the border with France. A very nice place, apparently. Yeah, I have to go and check that out uh, next, next time I'm in Catalonia. Next one, we've got the Basque Country, Cosa Bizcaina. Yeah, the Basque Country has some really nice scenery as well. It's just a shame, shame about the weather sometimes, I suppose. Well, if you go there this time of the year, it's not bad, I don't think. It should be, it yeah. should be okay. Next yeah. one we've got is uh, Asturias, another one in the north. Okay. Yeah, Asturias, very nice scenery as well. Absolutely. One of my favorite parts of Spain, Ria de Villabiciosa. So the Villabiciosa estuary, I think. That would be yeah. translated as nice there, uh, and if you like cider, that's one of the where one of the big cider factories is El Gaitero. They say it there. I remember yeah. we had lunch there once; it was quite nice. Um, yeah. The next place, Tapia, again in uh, Asturias. Yeah, reminds me of um, Yanes a little bit. Yanes, Yanes, yeah. Yanes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if Yanes is in Cantabria or if it's in oh, it's Asturias. In Asturias. Yeah, well, they're, they're similar okay. villages. Yeah, yeah they're, they're these little quaint little um, picturesque fishing villages, yeah. a lot of them, or t- tourism villages now mainly, but, yeah, but yeah. Uh, really, very really pretty nice, places, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. But next one is yeah, uh, Leon Caldas de Luna. Yeah. So in the Picos. Very, yeah, rural setting. That's it. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Well, you could probably park your camper van there. No one would know you're there. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Zamora. Zamora. Uh, the uh, Lagos de Sanabria. Yeah, another nice place. Yeah. Have you been there? It's a big lake. No, I haven't. It's a, it's a big lake. Yeah, it's on the way to Galicia from Madrid. So if you're ever heading to Galicia to uh, Orense or Pontevedra, you can stop there in uh, Sanabria. It's on the way. Yeah. Yeah, yep. speaking of nice Pontevedra, that is our yeah. Speaking of Pontevedra, that's next, our next it? one. Uh, yeah, Bayona, so. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bayona, that's uh, just south of Vigo, I think. Yeah, went to Pontevedra last year. Very nice mm-hmm. place again. That's it. Um, that's it. Yeah. Bayona in the province of Pontevedra. Good. Next one, Orense. So we're still in Galicia. Ribeira uh, Sacra. Okay, yeah, that's not another nice place. I interviewed a couple that. Lived there, I think, last year. Uh, um, I think they were a German couple from memory, living in that part of Galicia. Mm. Very, very nice place as well. Yeah, I think I remember that interview. Yeah, I think they were living there. Yeah. I think that's where they mentioned. Um, yeah. And, Wesca. Uh, Wesca, Panticosa. Okay, so mountains. Yeah. yeah. Good. Was that the last one or is there any? Was there another one? Oh, no, one more. more. Pechon, Cantabria. Cantabria as well, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of places in the north of Spain, which is good. 
And mm -hmm. uh, I would recommend people visit the north of Spain if they haven't done so already. Really, if you're living in, you know, one of the, the coastal areas down there in the south or the east, it's worth taking a trip to the north. 100% mm. agree because um, I'd only really been, you know, down the Costa Brava, Costa Blanca until yep. last year. And going to the north and, you know, going to other places in Spain, you it makes you realize how diverse of a country it really is. Yeah, and, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. And as much as we... Yeah, as much as uh, we may complain from time to time about life in Spain, it's where we can be. We can well, consider ourselves very fortunate. Yeah, know, well, we complain. We complain because I think we're in Madrid, Johnny. You know, and Madrid is, um, you know, it, it, it it's it's a lively city, but um, it's it, it it wears you down. I think you know, at, at least that's what I find. But. But, yeah. um, you know, you, you, you can escape to some – I mean, it's the same everywhere. If you're living in Paris, it's the same. If you're living in London, it's the same. Actually, if you're living yeah. in Sydney, it's the same, you know. But yeah. uh, Madrid can uh, can wear you down. Mm. But, yeah, great city anyways. Um, but, yeah, some wonderful, wonderful places in Spain. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, Johnny, so we'll start to wrap it up there. Interesting chat today, and uh, we'll talk yeah. next week. Great. I really enjoyed this one, Stu. Thank you. Oh, all right, have a good one. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So there we go. That was the weekly review video. Questions and comments, please leave them in the section below. Debate the situation out as you normally do. Give the video a thumbs up if you liked it. Thumbs down if you didn't. I'll see you in the next one. Hasta luego.